Mm-hmm. But um, we got a good little bit of people in here. Um, I'd love if you could kind of go ahead and introduce yourself. Uh, you've got your hands in like a lot of different things. I was looking at your website <laughs> over the past couple of days and it's just like you're doing so much different stuff. So if you can kind of sum up like who you are, where you come from and, and what you do kind of quickly for us, that would be great. Yeah, for sure. So, hey, everyone. Um, my name is Anne. My artist moniker is Creatrix. Um, I'm originally from the Bay Area, went to school out there, grew up out there, but now I'm L.A.-based. Um, I'm a multidimensional visual artist, and my practice weaves together a- an abundance of mediums, kind of like you mentioned, um, including graphic design, painting, modeling, and creative direction. But t- the two mediums that I'm bringing to the forefront my focus just right now in the phase that I'm in are modeling and painting and kind of like to elaborate more on that later but um I consider myself to be spiritually free and creative creatively sovereign which is hence the multi-dimensionality I don't really like to corner myself into a niche um and I just move through different chapters with yeah with like the work that I do um I'm motivated by the provocative and the controversial I create at the intersection of art and healing um I see myself as both the muse and the philosopher so it's like the canvas I am the canvas and I'm the one creating the canvas so it's it's a very interesting relationship that's I've been exploring um yeah and and I'm some themes are just like integration of the divine like spiritual with reality and the corporeal it's all very uh emotional like involves the process of transmutation um and just like my my personal lived experiences and and my embodied experiences as a human and as a, as a woman, um, yeah, through my work. So, I'm passionate about holistic wellness and mental health. A big dream of mine that I have is to build a sanctuary space for healing and for creatives, um, especially those who are involved in Web three, to kind of like retreat into nature and re enforce the connection to source essentially i think um in the space that we're in it's just so technologically like crazy that we forget that you know we live on a planet and and that connection is is so critical and so important um yeah yeah i love that and i love that you the the kind of holistic wellness part of that stuff too because that's I talk about it a lot with, with my friends in Web3. It's like, you know, we're all doing this kind of crazy tech thing, but at the end of the day, we're all humans and need to kind of maintain that human interaction. Um, so that's beautiful that that's something that's really important to you. Um, I guess the other question I had too was um, doing so many different things. Is that some like, were you always interested in a lot of different things or like through your journey as an artist, did you kind of just pick up stuff along the way? Like, what did that look like from you for like, from like the beginning of your art artistic journey? Yeah, for sure. So when I was a kid, like I started out out super, super young, just like with basic drawing and like illustration. So like even in my classes and stuff, I was always, always drawing. Like I wish I still had that same <laughs> work ethic that I have now as I did when I was young. But um, yeah, since I was a kid, I've, I've, I was interested in colors and aesthetics. Like before knowing what that word aesthetic meant as a kid, I realized that I was like interested in that. Uh, I know it's, it's kind of funny, but um, yeah, storytelling and like escaping to kind of like my own little worlds of imagination was just how I got through my childhood. So I always have been like very artistic. And I think over the years, I definitely just accumulated a lot of skill sets in different areas. And I'm, I'm very blessed to have gone to a school for art and have been able to like do so many things. Like I was able to screen print. I did sculpture um, and, and like I even did like a fashion designing course which I'm atrocious at it's like actually so difficult to sew so like that's not for me right (laughs) but like um yeah I maybe it's just because like you know I'm a Sagittarius moon or I'm Gemini rising but I kind of have a natural inclination to be a free spirit I really just refuse to be contained and I love experimenting I see the beauty in so many different mediums like even if I'm I'm not like gonna focus on that I just see how beautiful it is and all of these like different intersections with different practices and so yeah that I just like challenging myself and I like having fun I like having fun with art and all that so <laughs> it's that's beautiful that you've kind of always had that urge to just kind of create and across a lot of different mediums um 
So I feel like not everybody has that like innate desire to do a bunch of different things. Um, and sometimes it can get kind of stressful. Um, but you said you, you have a, a school background with art as well. Like, did you do a lot of classes across all of these genres for um, like during your time in school? Or did you just kind of focus on one thing when you were when you were doing art school? Um, so my the art program at the school that I went to, uh, like the curriculum required you to have like I think it was like five or six courses in different mediums. So like you had to take a painting, you had to take a sculpture, you had to take like um a art history, like contemporary art history, like different things like that. And so I think they just wanted everyone to kind of expand their exposure to like different facets of the art world. So I was able to do all those different things as part of the curriculum. That's really dope. I think it's it's cool that the, I never really had like a traditional art school background, so I'm not like sure about all the requirements and that stuff but it's mm-hmm. cool that they they kind of make you do a lot of different things and I feel like did that did that help you kind of learn some maybe some new things that you hadn't tried before that you were actually interested in and good at or did you kind of know kind of your skill sets pretty well going into art school um so I didn't go to art school I went to UC Berkeley and they had an art program which was gotcha, actually gotcha. like like no no offense no shade but they they focus on stem so they didn't put a lot of money into that art program so there's a lot of areas where it could have been better but like i'm not i'm not ungrateful i still still got to um experience it which is great but um yeah like just for example with with sculpture like that hands-on like craft of of sculpting something like i have a skill set in it i think because i'm a naturally creatively inclined person and also a little bit of a perfectionist so it's like I can do it right (laughs) but I I don't get like captivated or like lost in the sauce with it to the point where I'm like oh man like I gotta keep you know sculpting like I'm gonna die if I don't if I don't do sculpture but although like eventually I would love to like reconnect with that medium because I think it's so fun um and maybe like integrating that with painting but like for example with painting like that's like my heart and soul so so that's something I can't I can't like play around with that's something that will always like be present in my practice if that if that makes sense at all no absolutely and I like how you said that like when you when you worked with sculpting you're like I can do this and I think I'm good at it but I'm not like necessarily super attached to it it doesn't Mm -hmm. give me a whole lot of drive to keep creating all these new things and I think that's that's healthy, especially when you're doing a lot of different stuff. It's good to be able to realize that and be like, okay, maybe I'll come revisit this at a different time, but it's not necessarily for me right now. Yes. So that's really cool that you have like the self-awareness to kind of understand how, how these different mediums can kind of come and go and you don't have to stay super attached to something. Mm-hmm. That's really, really dope. Um, but I'm a photographer, so I've worked with like kind of a lot of models over the years um, nice. and like artists that are kind of doing stuff across a lot of different genres, but how do you feel like your modeling work kind of fits in comparatively with the rest of your work? Yeah, so it's interesting how I even got into modeling because I started it over the when the pandemic started. So I've always been like like a, a stylish person. Like I, I, I have like a sense of fashion and stuff like that. And so when I was in the Bay Area, um, yeah, I just like was naturally in the creative scene and like meeting a lot of people. And then so I just for some photographer for friends of mine with were they were bored, they had nothing to do, like they couldn't like book any shoots. And so I was reached out by one of my friends and he asked, like, hey, have you ever like thought about modeling? Like we could do like a socially distanced photo shoot. And I was like crazy nervous. I didn't I was just like kept cracking up and just like feeling super uncomfortable and super weird but then I got the photos back and I was like wow this is really cool like the photographer that I worked with was able to capture like emotion and create a story and a narrative around like just a very simple photo like photo shoot and like that just kind of inspired me to explore like you know just just like physical physical beauty and like persona I think is the biggest thing for me with modeling is is like that the creative per like the persona that you can kind of create curate through a photo shoot and like every single thing like factors into it you know the location the lighting the makeup the styling and all that different stuff it's like truly such a collaborative process and like up up until this point like I've done my own styling I've done my own like creative direction and all that sense so it's like me collaborating with myself and um it just kind of like pushes me pushes the boundaries of like my imagination you know especially with like limitations of budget and like things like transportation and like access and stuff like that it's like what can you do like with with the things that you do have and and make it magical so yeah that's 
That's amazing. Uh, do you ever use any of like your the the photos that you model in as like inspiration for paintings or thing like things like that, or do you kind of maybe do the opposite and use paintings as inspiration for like photo shoots? They've never really intersected. I've like played around with the idea of it, but there's something like so holy to me about keeping my painting like what it is. I don't know where where this like principle comes comes from for me but it's like so sacred to me that like I really do keep it separate um but I have played I have played around with the idea of it because I'm working on like a tarot um series like painting thing that's going to be like this essentially like a lifetime journey of painting this entire deck and I've played around with the idea of like how much easier would it be if I just did photo shoots and then like worked like in tandem with painting and photoshop to create these cards like that would be so much more efficient than me sitting and painting every single one so that's something i've considered i haven't like fleshed out whether or not i want to do it like but um yeah i've thought about it but it hasn't like come into realization i guess gotcha that's really cool though it's definitely kind of hard i think to combine a lot of genres especially when you're trying to get this like one specific thing that you're, Mm -hmm. you're trying to create with all of it so that's why I was curious because I feel like uh, just from the photos that I've seen you model in and, and the paintings, they definitely still have the same sort of feel to them. So I was curious how much of those were kind of influenced yeah. by each other. So, um, yeah. but you, you mentioned like when you started to kind of model, you, you didn't really know kind of how you felt about it and you're like cracking up and felt kind of weird in front of the camera sometimes. Mm-hmm. But kind of leads me into one of the questions I wanted to ask is like, you do so much different stuff. And I know a lot of people sometimes are a little bit scared to kind of, jump out of their comfort zone and like mm-hmm. try something new because they're like, Oh, I don't know if I'll be good at it. Like maybe I should just keep doing what I'm good at. Like what kind of advice do you have for people that are like wanting to step out of their comfort zone, but are still just a little bit scared to, to make that leap? Yeah, I think that's a really, really amazing question. Um, I think one, my advice would be to just keep in mind that you don't have to capitalize off of everything you do. <laughs> so just cause you try something doesn't mean you have to suddenly like, make this like a thing for you or like part of your art practice or anything anything so serious like that like just experimenting for the fuck of it like and returning to like the child like one like you know a child wants to try everything like finding ways to return to like that wonder and the possibilities of like how what can I do with this medium like instead of like I have to this meet when I use this medium it has to match up to like the creative work that I've done like it has to be something like I have to mint it or like I have to whatever it is like just not being as restrictive and just trying it like I've I've picked up so many like random little hobbies like jewel I had a jewelry making phase for like three months and then now now I just make it for fun like it does <laughs> and and it doesn't always have to be so serious I think creativity is so expansive that you can really just like do anything do anything with it and like let let the inspiration just kind of flow from from whatever medium to another medium I love that and I love that you mentioned like kind of the whole thing of oh if I do something in this medium maybe I need to mint it and it's like this whole different side of things that we didn't really get before nfts mm-hmm. kind of a, a big deal in the art community so it's kind of funny. You can definitely experiment with stuff without having to to take this urge to maybe mint it or make it like a significant part of your process. Yeah. You, can, you can try stuff just to try stuff and have mm-hmm. fun. And and if, it, you know, going back to like what you were saying about the sculpting too, like if it doesn't necessarily work for you or you don't feel super driven with it, like you can table that and maybe just mm-hmm. come back to it a different time. So, yeah, I also I also realized that, too. Um one of the biggest moments when I realized that I went to uh it was an exhibition a Frida Kahlo exhibition but it wasn't focused necessarily on her her works it was this exhibition that kind of explored her life and so the entire exhibit had like her journal entries it had like random sketches like pieces of fabric that she like cut and like maybe was going to do something with it it had like her um casts that she wore like you know through her different surgeries and stuff and there was like blood on it and it was just this whole profound like experience of her life as an artist and I think that's the key to remember is this is not about like it's about the art but it's also just about the journey and the process and like everything that goes into it you know It, it all matters it's not just like yeah it's it doesn't have to be so like fixed on like masterpieces or like 
consistently like making something better than the previous like as long as you're always expanding and you're open to learning and and growing then I think that's what really matters I think when people look back on your journey like they're they're still going to be like wow this, this is amazing you know all the parts that went into this artist and I think yeah I love that you kind of alluded to kind of looking at more of this big picture equation because it's like in the like right now sometimes you might not see how all these pieces end up affecting like your work and your legacy later on down the line but it's kind of cool that you were talking about look this stuff might really matter down the line even though it's just like a little piece of the story here you're going to kind of take all of this stuff with you going forwards Mm -hmm. Um, and that's that's really beautiful and and cool to see that you have that mindset because I think that's really important working with a lot of genres to to be able to think that way Mm -hmm. so yeah um but I'd kind of love to switch gears here a little bit. Um, you're very involved in the Web3 community. Um, and I was just kind of curious, like, what your introduction to crypto, NFT, like, Web3 space was like. Mm-hmm. Um, was it something that you were immediately drawn to? Or did it take some time for you to kind of understand it and want to get involved? Yeah, so I was I was very lucky to um, have been introduced by my mentor, Elise Swopes. Um, I don't know if anyone in the audience knows her, but she's freaking incredible. And if you don't follow her, you got to follow her already. <laughs> um, her, her at is like at Swopes. Um, she was mentoring me for about a year or so before NFTs. And she was getting into the space in last year. And she introduced it to me in February. And I was just like not... I had just graduated from college. It was like two months since my grad. It was during the pandemic. I was mentally like trying to get a job and all this different, (laughs) all this different crap. And I was just like, this, this is too abstract for me to even like comprehend right now. Like, what are you even talking about? (laughs) And so like, yeah, my state of mind back then, I just didn't, I didn't have the consciousness to grasp it, but it was, so it wasn't even until fall, like, August September when I was starting to like reevaluate like the direction of my art and up until this point I was like still like in the web 2 world of of creativity and all all that that entailed like content creation and stuff like that and then I was getting frustrated because you know the stupid algorithm and like all this different stuff and then so I was like you know what let me like actually have a conversation and open myself up to this and then begin doing research and so because she was the one to kind of onboard me she was able to put me in like a good direction of like this is what you should look out for these are you know the influential people you should be listening to that and all that stuff so I had a really good introduction into it um and so in October I minted my first painting my first piece um and Elise actually purchased it she was my first collector which was just like so amazing and so supportive of her but yeah since then it's just just like the ball has kept rolling I minted a few things. Um, I've been focused on one of ones lately. Maybe I'm going to do an additions. Maybe that's some alpha. (laughs) But I haven't minted in a while because I've been sitting back and just focused on like making art up to this point. But other than the NFT stuff um, with Web3, I currently work at DeFi Kingdoms. I'm on like kind of a contract basis with them right now. It's a decentralized game company. I got that job after going to ETH Denver on a scholarship. And so that was like my first crypto conference and my first exposure to like the other side of this Web3 stuff outside of art, like decentralized finance and the technology and all that stuff, which is also super fascinating. Not my personal like space of choice i prefer the artistic side of things but it's still super cool it got me that job which just opened up a lot of doors for me and then i also do community organizing and like marketing slash creative content for sunrise art club let me find a tweet and like put it up so everyone can see but elise founded that and then she onboarded me to that team um since she kind of knew knew my journey she knew that i had been doing that kind of work in real life before um before the pandemic i was actually throwing physical art shows in the bay area and like curating and stuff like that so i, I already had like a, an understanding of that space and then just bringing that mentality into web3 so sunrise art is super amazing and yeah i can definitely share a little bit more about that let me find the tweet <laughs> oh absolutely um I think if you're going to get introduced into into Web3 by anyone, I think Elise is probably one of the people that's at the top of the list. So um, 
that's that's really cool that um, she was kind of mentoring you and was able to really introduce you to to the space in a positive way. So um, uh, I always love to hear stories like that and the fact that she collected your artwork and was supportive of you when you when you kind of officially made your entrance into the space is kind of this beautiful full, full circle thing. Um, and now working with her at Sunrise too, I'm sure is just awesome as well. Um, but you mentioned you're working for a couple of different projects right now. Like what, what is it like um, kind of balancing the workload between all of these different things? Like, is it chaos? Like, or do you stick to a super strict schedule or like, how do you keep yourself organized and make sure that you like are getting all of your tasks done on a day-to-day basis? It's unbelievably chaotic. <laughs> like, I think I, I was doing a lot, a lot worse. Um, I guess it's a weird way to put it, but I was doing a lot worse last last year in like the fall winter when like like the market was up and all this and I was like so new to the space so I just literally wanted to do everything. Like I was on Twitter like more than I was <laughs> sleeping and just trying to like understand and just trying to like make friends and all this and it was just not organized. My mental health was not good. I was not taking care of myself, but I realized that fortunately. And so since then I've taken a step back and like and just like have had more structure with like okay, I'm going to dedicate a certain number of hours to this and then I clock in like almost clocking in and clocking out and like really just focusing on making art cuz that's the most important thing for me right now is the creativity and not so much just like the involvement with the space um and also just like moving to LA was just like a huge like physical you know in in real life change and and with that kind of thing there's a lot of energy going there a lot of like yeah focus and so it allows allowed me to be able to like okay I'm gonna step kind of back from web web three for a bit and then I had this like weird like chaotic moment one morning after I did yoga, I was like, I'm just gonna like delete my entire <laughs> Twitter, like everything. And so that's why like, I don't have a lot of um, pictures of my art up right now, which in hindsight, like, I shouldn't have done that. But in the moment, I just felt like I need to like reset everything and just kind of like start over. So I, I'll go through phases where I'm just like, I don't know who I am anymore. I don't know what I'm doing. I'm just gonna like delete everything. And I'm gonna just rebrand myself. <laughs> so that's kind of what I'm trying to do right now. That's, I mean, I feel like you summed it up perfectly because I'm also kind of doing a couple of different things. And some days it's chaos. Other days you kind of feel like everything aligns at once. And then some days I just want to delete everything and like disappear. So I, I think you summed it up perfectly. It's kind of always going to be chaos working on a lot of different things, I think, especially as a, a creative person. Um, and I think Elise, like... Elise just came in. Hi. <laughs> hey, Elise. <laughs> Thanks for joining us. But um, does that like balancing your, your work on these projects, does that affect like how you take time for your personal art as well? Or are you good at like separating that time to really do that stuff for yourself and make make art that's meaningful to you? I've been tr- I've been trying. This is all like new along with just moving. Like I'm trying to create new routines for myself um, and even just like starting just to eat like on normal schedules and go to the gym and and stuff like that and just like be yeah just like embodied with myself while still being committed to all these things because like the truth is like if if we ourselves are not healthy then our contributions are also not going to be healthy like you can't pour from an empty cup and so that's really what I've been focusing on I love that and yeah I think it's healthy as a creative to go through these phases where maybe you're not making as much art um but, you know, trying to get back into that routine and being able to make that a regular part of your life is important. Glad that you're mm-hmm. kind of recognizing that and taking the steps to kind of make that a priority for yourself. Um, yeah. But we talked a lot about your, your Web3 stuff and then kind of skipped past that for a second. But I wanted to go back to it. Um, and now that Elise is in here, too, especially, uh, I wanted you to kind of talk about Sunrise Art, uh, kind of what you do for them and like what are the goals of that project and um, just kind of explain that to our audience a little bit. Yeah, so Sunrise Art started um, the idea, well, Elise has had this idea, but we launched the NFT, the 365-day Sunrise uh, NFT on January 1st, so 
these are 365 photographs that Elise took over the course of two years. Um, they're all like matched up to the same day that they were shot um, two years ago. And it's this incredible practice of just mindfulness and, and dedication to wake up at sunrise every single day to take these photos. And you can kind of see over the span of 365 days so many changes so many fluctuations like all these different colors and it it's really just alludes to like synchronicity you know and how we a lot of things are not in control but there are things that we can control and those things that we can control our discipline and like you know mental wellness and the commitment to to all that and so that's definitely part of the foundation of what sunrise is and so in addition to the nft project itself um we've kind of just evolved and expanded into an entire like creative impact agency, um, which includes different projects such as like in real life activations and events, um, curated galleries, like highlighting and supporting marginalized creatives in space. Um, we recently had an NFT purchasing program. So we, we like opened up applications and submissions for artists and we, we um, purchased their work and added it to like our collection. Um, Hetsy, our project manager, um, spearheaded Night on the Yard, which is a virtual gallery featuring um, incarcerated artists just to bring kind of focus to restorative justice. And so with all that being said, all these different projects are just tying into this idea of like making Web3 accessible, making it less scary for people, onboarding communities who might not otherwise have number one, access, number two, like uh, access and just like retention and support through the journey. Um, so yeah, that, that's kind of like Sunrise in a nutshell. It's, it's such a special um, project. Like we're not a DAO, we're like sort of an org, like sort of an agency. So <laughs> just, it's just, it's still being defined, but it's all really amazing. And yeah, so the work that I do there is, is kind of like on the community side of things, just keeping an eye on the space, um, what's going on, like what, what are people needing, what spaces like can we show up in, and also um, co-hosting of Twitter, Twitter spaces, which we're trying to bring back and make it a weekly thing on Sundays. Um, and we'll be like interviewing artists. Um, having conversa just like really deep conversations about how we can make make Web three a better space for people because there's clearly a lot of areas that needs need work um, and I think we peep it but there's not enough being done and so all that Sunrise is, is doing is is the best to we we can to yeah make it make it better for everyone. That's beautiful and that kind of leads perfectly into like the next thing I wanted to ask you too is because I know that advocating for like social issues and that sort of thing is, is uh, something that you're very passionate about um, and does that like affect the jobs that you take within the space? I know that definitely kind of um, affects the way that you move in the space and the things that you involve yourself with but how does that kind of affect the jobs you end up taking and the stuff that you decide to work on? Yeah I think it's 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 an intuitive thing like if I peep anything that makes me uncomfortable, I really don't want to be involved in it. And I, I made mistakes in the past where I kind of like um, let my boundaries down because I'm a trusting person. I, I like tr like in trusting people and, and trusting spaces, but it's like it once proven otherwise, I'm just like, no, I don't want to be involved in that. Cause like, I want to just stay as pure as possible. Like, and have a positive impact on the world and be involved with people and build collaboratively collaboratively with those who have share that same mindset and so it's like it we're I mean we're all human beings beings it's 2022 like there's really there should not be room for hatred there shouldn't be room for like any kind of negativity so I just try to be as positive as I can and speak up when I feel it's like necessary that's beautiful uh, I love that and I think uh, we're starting to see more of a shift to like people that think that way too especially when the you know the the market conditions right now i think people are doing a lot more thinking than than they have done previously and so it's cool to see a lot of people shifting and really trying to focus on building and maintaining uh, a space that's like good for everybody um, mm -hmm. so it's beautiful to see more people getting uh being in positions to kind of preach that um to mm -hmm. everyone um so that's really cool yeah but you mentioned that you you do a lot of community stuff for for sunrise um is community organization something you've always like been super passionate about or is that something that you kind of found was one of your strong suits after kind of getting into this space? 
It was something, so I started doing community, um, like organizing type work when I was 18, actually, when I was still living in the Bay. Um, I kind of like got into the art scene in the Bay when I was 16. And it was just like, put, <clears throat> excuse me, putting up my art and shows like a big, a big thing in the scene out there is like parties and like functions and just like a mishmash of different creatives will just like do throw pop ups and like, um, put up art, have live performances, vendors, all that stuff. So I was like super involved in that. But I took, I was like doing shows every single weekend. I was vending, I was putting my art up and I just kind of like took a step back and I was like, the, all these people are being brought together, but we're all like, people are just here like partying and like connecting obviously. And all, all of that is beautiful and amazing and important, but it's like, how can we leverage this, these spaces to do something good or like bring bring some kind of positive impact and so um i co-founded an organization which no longer now no longer exists um and we were putting on shows we put on like festivals that are a bit more larger scale and we donated like a hundred percent of all the profits from ticket sales directly to different organizations and so for each of the shows they had a theme so our first one was focused on environmental justice so the profits from the tickets we were, went to like an org um, in relationship to that. And then the third show that we did was um, to highlight like LGBTQ rights and just like trans rights, um, for the, especially for those who are like incarcerated. And so the funds like were distributed between that and like also like a woman's a woman's health org. And so that was just kind of like this the, the most simplified way of like you go to a show, you buy a ticket and you know that the ticket that you're buying is, is doing good. Right. And so that at that time was was, yeah, the kind of work that I was I was doing. And obviously the pandemic like shut that down. And so there was a period of time where I wasn't really doing any kind of organizing work, but because of Elise and, and Sunrise, I've been able to step back into that with like event planning and just, uh, yeah, bringing people together. And it, it feels really, really amazing to be back in that space. Um, I'm such a, I love people. I just love, I see the light in everyone and I see how like collectively our impact is just so much stronger and so I definitely like am excited to bring more focus to that and yeah that's amazing um so you starting with like community organizing before web3 like and now doing that within the web3 space are there any like weird unique challenges that you didn't expect when you were starting to do more community planning within this space or was it kind of just the same thing it just looks a little bit different mm, I think it does it's different. It's uh, a f more efficient because of digital channels and like social media. So it allows like people more people to be exposed um, to like activations in, in different spaces. But I will say maybe like the coordination aspect is is a bit more complicated um, just because like all everyone on our team is like literally in, in different cities. <laughs> and like we're just like interfacing through like you know, email and, and discord and like different mediums to coordinate. So that aspect of it is challenging versus before I'd be able to sit like with my team in a physical meeting. And like we, if we needed to go shopping, we'd just do that together and make spreadsheets. And, and it was just a lot more hands-on, but um, I, I think web three makes things more efficient. It makes things, it's more scalable too. And also just because there's so many more networks of people to access and collaborate with and ask for help from and, and resources from. So, yeah. That's awesome. And I, I definitely kind of agree on that front. Like um, the team that I work for, we're split up all over the place. So it makes some things easier, but it also makes a lot of things a little bit harder. So, um, but yeah, I think I just got one more question for you and then we can kind of open up the floor to see if anyone else has questions or just wants to hop up and say, Hey, but um, I just wanted to see if you had any specific advice, especially to, to women and women of color, because the space is very much dominated by men still. And so, like, what is your advice um, to to women and women of color in this space to, you know, give them confidence or, you know, give them that extra push that they need to maybe get involved a little bit more? Yeah, that's awesome. Awesome question. I I think be proud of like literally just be proud of what you do and just like talk about it. <laughs> all the time like like why like to be scared and to be timid is not gonna like get get you 
not not that it's not going to get you anywhere, but these men are not being timid at all. They're talking about with like everything that they're doing. They're proud of what they're doing. So it's like we have to do the same. Like we have to stand up for ourselves. We have to empower ourselves, and also just having like reaching out to people that you women that you admire in the space and like connecting with the community to kind of support you so you don't feel so alone because like I felt really alone and like without the strong like women of color that inspire me like I wouldn't I would feel really lost a lot so just like um making sure you take care of yourself take care of your like personal mental health and tap tap out whenever you need to and it gets hard and, and just having like yeah a good a good sisterhood or like good support system um and just finding finding spaces that empower you also is another thing like there's no point just like being in the room just to be in the room if you're there and you feel like crap you feel uncomfortable and then just leave and like go find a space where you feel welcomed because there are so many out there like there's a lot of women and also a lot of men that are holding space for for women and so go to those spaces instead of like trying to be somewhere that isn't like supportive i i love that so much because i i feel like that's like a very like um outdated mindset now is because you always felt like you maybe had to be in a room somewhere just to kind of get this opportunity no matter how uncomfortable or how out of place you felt you were trying to do this certain thing to get this opportunity but there's so many different spaces that are going to be safe and where you feel empowered. Um, Mm -hmm. So just leave the ones that you don't like and and go to places where you feel safe and empowered. That's, that's beautiful. Absolutely. Um, I I love that answer. Thank you. Um, Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's all the questions I have for you. I think we we covered a lot and you gave (laughs) a lot of really, really great answers. I feel like I definitely have a a great appreciation for who you are as an artist and then also just as someone working in the space now um but I wanted to open the floor up to anyone who who has any questions or even give you the chance to kind of maybe talk about something that we didn't cover that you you kind of want to talk about so thank you so much by the way too this is awesome of course thank you so much for your questions there is all very well thought out and like things that I could definitely speak on so I really appreciate you taking the time to like get research me basically and like get to know me before just like jumping on so thank you for that yeah, that means a lot we we definitely worked hard to kind of tailor this specifically to you um because you know we're, we're this is your time we want to make sure people get to know you and learn about you so we wanted to ask specific questions that we knew you had great answers for so you crushed it i learned so thank much you. yes if anyone wants to jump up please do i see some friends in the audience <laughs> yeah we had a good good little group of people here today don't be shy <laughs> Don't be shy. <laughs> Elise, if you want to hop up and say hey too, you're more than welcome to. She was gassing you up as as her mentor earlier in the space, so Elise Elise is the best. Definitely a definitely a legend. Thanks for thanks for stopping by. Love to see you in the audience. But um but yeah, I guess if, if no one has any uh questions, like I said, we covered so much, so uh Maybe hard for them to even think of something to ask, but um, just thank you so much for. Oh, Elise hopped up. Perfect. I'm here. <laughs> Hi. Hi. Um, and you explained sunrise perfectly. Like, damn, wow. Okay, I love it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and congrats on a good talk. And I agree. He, he definitely had the answers ready for you. So, love it. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Are you still you're still on the road? I'm no, I'm back in Brooklyn. Thankfully, I was camping okay. with my family for the weekend. Everybody in in the middle of Wisconsin. I I did kayaking for the first time. We normally do canoeing, but I went on my own this time. There was a little bit of rapids. It was getting a little wild, but it was fun. It was so much fun. <laughs> I'm glad you got to you you drove there. We did from New York. Yeah. Well, at first we we stopped halfway. We went to um, Cedar Point in Ohio. So we rode like a bunch of roller coasters. We actually got on like 15 roller coasters, which is unheard of there because it rained in the morning. So it was mad empty. So definitely took advantage of it. It was so dope. So, so dope. You deserve it. You deserve that time so much. Thanks. I mean, the whole time I was like super sketched out about like monkey pox and COVID, but no, we did what (laughs) we had to do. (laughs) Yeah. For yeah. sure. So it was great, though. And it was nice to, to get out in the wild after that and get some space and get some air. Yes. Yeah, so now it's back to it. Back on yes. the grind. You already know what it is. Now we got to <laughs> settle every sunrise every day. <laughs> on the yeah. clock. 
but thanks for Aww, so but happy. thanks for letting me up here. I appreciate you. Yeah, thanks for coming up. Love you. Yeah, Love absolutely. You. Thank you. Thanks for coming up and saying hey. My but Moody, I saw you hopped up here too. Did you have a question or just want to say hey? How's it going? Yo, thank you so much for letting me up on stage. I, I jumped in a little bit later, so I didn't get to hear a little bit of everything. Uh, but definitely intrigued, you know, it's it's awesome to hear more representation, you know, as a Latino, I love seeing, you know, more and more people, more representation in the space, uh, more people of color standing up and doing what they love. Uh, so just wanted to give my flowers and, you know, uh, you know, say that. But secondly, you know, I just want to ask, you know, as a photographer, you know, I've been doing this for a while. I'm not really into a lot of galleries. I don't know if I'm doing something wrong. Uh, or doing something right. <laughs> um, but I'd love to hear, you know, like, what are some strategies or some fun ways or innovative ways to kind of help have your art stand out and uh, get seen by the right people? So that way, you know, you have your art shown in some cool places. Uh, I'd love to hear your thoughts. Mm, okay. Um, I, I am also trying to figure that out full transparency. I don't think I have figured out like my personal marketing and, and reaching like the, just like kind of, you mentioned the spaces that I, I would want to be in, but I would just say like, put yourself out there as much as you can. Um, and, and like make friends. Like I think networks are very, very important. Um, networking on social media also is great, but if you, if you live near like a city, I don't know what city you're in, but like, for example, in Los Angeles, like if you just go out one night, you go to like a good party, you can meet so many different people and, and make connections that way. Um, I think it's important like to just be a real, a real human being. Like obviously your art will speak for itself, but I think having that like human touch, um, yeah, would just, would just make people more inclined and just like being open with your story too. And like sharing the background and like, um, the struggles, the ups and downs, like behind your craft is it's, it's like humanizing. And at least this is, this is what I think. I, <laughs> maybe people have a different, a different understanding of that, but yeah, that would, that would be what I would say. Yeah. And I'll, I'll add a little bit to that too. I think what you said about just getting out there and meeting people, I think that's probably the most important part because especially with how the landscape has changed with NFTs and Web3, I think there's a lot more people that now are in the position to put their friends in positions to succeed and, and kind of curate galleries that they want to see. Whereas with the traditional gallery scene, it was really hard to kind of meet the right people. And a lot of gallery curators are kind of snooty and uh, clicky. And I think we're seeing, we still see some of that. That's going to be impossible to avoid, but I think there's more and more opportunities for people to have their work shown um, now, just because networks are very vast with the way that we uh, kind of operate within web three. And so just like continue to be yourself, put your art out there and like opportunities are surely going to come your way. If, if you're like a solid person and developing these solid, like um, these solid relationships with people, I think we're in a position now to where these galleries and, and different ways to show our art are more accessible than they've ever been. So the fact that you haven't had anything yet is no reason to be discouraged. It takes a lot of time. Um, but yeah, just echoing what she said, and I think we're all in a really good position now to where a lot of people that we know are in positions to kind of put us on and, you know, be able to show us some love. So it's a it's a great time to be a creative, I think. Yes, absolutely. And also, I don't know if you believe in manifestation, but if you do, manifest it. It's like, literally just, like, commit, like, write about it all the time. Just, like, act as if it's already happening and it will happen. And if you don't know what manifestation is, research it because it's incredible what it can it can do to change your life love, love it thank you so much for taking time both avery and uh Kratix. I, I don't know your full name but i just thank you so much uh i i definitely love you know manifesting you know i manifested like it, manifestation and meditation uh saved my life especially with going through therapy uh, for a couple of years, um, and kind of like rewiring, you know, my brain chemistry, um, was absolutely huge and attracting, you know, the proper energies, you know, to get me to where I am today. Um, so I'm definitely going to focus in on that. I'm definitely going to write it down, um, speak those words into existence, um, and get that shit going. I'm out in Boston, so it's not as, um, artsy, like as I wish it could be. It's definitely tech heavy, but I swear I'm going to try and make that different if I can make that change for my city 
and uh, get more NFT galleries and do something special um, one day. I'll make that happen. Beautiful, Moody. Thank you so much, man. I always love hearing from you. Thank you so much. If I know anyone who's out in Boston, I'll make sure to send them your way. But hey, Bongo, I see you're up here as a speaker, too. What's up, friend? Hello. Um, Hi. First off, hey, Anne. How are you? <laughs> I'm good. How are you? I'm good. Um, first off, awesome way to speak about the manifestation, because that shit is huge, especially in the space. Um, so that was really cool here. Also, shout out Moody, because I'm also, I'm like semi-located in Boston. So I'll give you a follow. Um, but yeah, but... I was really more interested in um, if you could kind of speak more about, I know you already talked about Sunrise Art Club, but, you know, for us that maybe want to get involved, like, how, like, what do you think is the best way that we can support, like, should we be bidding on the pieces? Like, is there other capacities for us to kind of get involved in? Um, Because I think it's a really cool uh, project agency, you know, you kind of use a few different words to describe it, but um, I definitely think it's a unique um addition to the space and i'm curious to kind of know the best ways that we could be supportive of that that's so kind of you to ask that and very much so appreciated um i think bidding on the pieces 110 percent will help because it's putting funds into our fund which allows us to do more things um for the community and just build out even bigger and so whether that's like you personally bidding or just sharing because like we post every single day like the sunrise is every day and so just like any engagement on that front is super super helpful and if you know collectors who have deep pockets (laughs) send it to them and and tell this like the story behind it is important because this is so much more than just like a photography project you know maybe there's a misconception i i don't know what it is but it's like there's so much more to it that's impactful than just like photography so um that's amazing and also like yeah we're we're also gonna be uh launching like an artist mentorship program it's currently like in development soon we're gonna make it more accessible for people so if you know any female um women of color in the space whether they are in the space or they're trying to get in the space have them follow us, have them connect with us, DM us. Like, we're always trying to support. And we have so many other opportunities, like, for different submissions for things and curations. And, yeah, so just getting getting Sunrise in front of more people and bringing more people into the fold um, is all I can really, really ask for. And if you're going to be around, like, in any cities that we're doing events in, um, show come through and, and yeah. <laughs> Definitely awesome. want to try and make Thank a sunrise you. event if I can. They're amazing. Yeah, sounds like a like a really great group of people. I'm sure uh, sure the events will carry that same energy as well. So, thanks for that yeah. question, Bongo. That was perfect. Yeah, one more quick shout out to both of you. This was a fantastic interview. You guys both killed it. So, thanks for that. Much thanks, love, Bongo. Love you, friend. But yeah, I think uh, I think that's probably a perfect perfect way to wrap this up. Unless you have any kind of final thoughts you want to share, but yeah, this is amazing. I'm so glad we got to kind of learn a little bit more about you and kind of the things that you're involved with today. Um, definitely some some really awesome stuff that you're you're involved with. So thank you so much. Thank you. Yeah, I don't don't really have too much else, but I I want to learn a little bit more about burrito Dow because I haven't gone to like do a full deep dive as you've done for me. I apologize for my negligence, <laughs> but I would love to hear more. Like, why are you why are you interviewing artists? Like, um, yeah, just just a little bit more about your mission. Uh, yeah. So I think our our biggest focus is, at Burrito Dow is like we really want to support artists and people that we think are really making a difference in the space. Um, so a lot of us are artists within Burrito Dow. There's a lot of us that are that are good with tech stuff as well. But I think mostly we are made up as like a collective of artists. So we've just seen the need to like let people be able to share their stories because it is such an important part of who we are as artists and like like you said, doing that deep dive, really getting to know these people and asking thoughtful questions so that they can like adequately, adequately explain what they do and why what they're working on is important to the space as a whole is like one of our main focuses. Um, and so that's like really what drives us every day is to just support artists and put people in positions to be successful and just create like this really cool, vast network of people. Um, because 
you can't go wrong with knowing more people and, and being connected. And, you know, we, we win when we build together and do things together. Um, and so we're really just trying to move through the space with like that at the forefront. So very yeah, brief explanation of, of what we do, but um, yeah, that's kind of like our main, our main focus is just supporting artists and, and being that voice for, for people who are maybe struggling to find a way to like break out into the space and, and get that platform. So um, awesome. So is that, is it primarily like Twitter spaces that you're doing this or what other um, ways are you like, yeah, like are you doing like galleries or events or anything along the lines of that? All of the above. We, we're doing a lot of Twitter spaces right now because it's uh, there's no overhead. It's really easy to do um, and something that we're very capable of doing. But definitely want to do events and galleries and kind of anything that we can do to kind of bring uh, like our network and community together to just kind of, you know, be around each other, do cool things. And, you know, like I said, you can't ever go wrong with bringing more people that might not know each other into the same space and allowing them to get to know each other. Like that's... Uh, has never gone wrong for me and so um yeah we're definitely gonna try and do events and and a lot more stuff outside of that but yeah twitter spaces is our main focus right now trying to interview people and just create that large network um but yeah lots lots more to come from us in the future we're we're getting a lot more organized and trying to kind of um execute a lot of these larger ideas that we have so uh stay tuned got some got some cool stuff coming and we're gonna have no shortage of cool people on um these twitter spaces to interview as well so that's so sweet um yeah i'm i'm gonna give you a follow from the sunrise account you get you get one of our special sunrise follows we don't just follow anyone <laughs> this is <laughs> huge this is huge. Connect, connect over there and uh, <laughs> and see what maybe we can we can mutually share um, together to support the community because like now now you know like we have very shared um, visions. Absolutely, so. yeah. We we'd love to try and make some stuff happen with you guys. That would be amazing. So thanks for asking. I I wasn't prepared to, to answer questions today. <laughs> I was more in the zone of just you know asking them. But uh, thank you for asking and letting us kind of explain a little bit more about what we do. So yes. Thank you yeah. so much for showing up. Really, really appreciate it. It means a lot. Yeah, thanks everyone for being here. This was this was a really awesome space. I've said that like twelve times now. I think at this point, but yeah, just really love getting to interview you and getting to know you a little bit better. Um, thanks for for everything. Thanks for being here. Um, and thanks everybody for showing up. Um, we've got a lot more interviews and spaces the rest of the week, so stay tuned. Um, and we'll see you guys soon. Thank you. Awesome. Have a good day, everyone. You too. Thanks. Peace.